Welcome to the podcast of God's servant, Eric Otibuatin. Pastor Eric Otibuatin is a passionate preacher, teacher, an author, and a revivalist who is having an unyielding foundation in prayer and intercession. He pastors the ICGC Holy Hill Chapel, Soto Bakra. He's a theologian and a Bible school lecturer. His passion to liberate people from demonic impoverishment has made him champion radio broadcast dubbed Hour of Liberation to help raise more kingdom workmen for Jesus Christ. Now listen to God's servant, Eric Utibuati. Once again, we are welcome to church, International Central Gospel Church. This morning, God is going to be a blessing to us. Amen. Since we are in our month of service, how many of you know that we are in our month of service? We are in our month of service. Amen. And that is where our messages this month will be focused on. Amen. So let's trust God that through his word and through his, uh, the teachings of God's word, our lives will be transformed to serve him and serve him well. Amen. Amen. Go with me to Exodus chapter 8, verse the number 1. Exodus chapter 8, verse the number 1. And I am talking to you on a theme I have uh, captioned, on a message I have captioned, saved to serve. Say saved to serve. Save, save. Say saved to serve. Save, save. All right, so Exodus chapter 8, verse the number 1. Can we read it together? One to go. And the Lord spoke to Moses. Can we read it together? We are more than 10 years. Can we read it together? One to go. And the Lord spoke to Moses. Go to Pharaoh and say to him, That says the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. Amen. Amen. He said, Let my people go, that they may what? Did he say, let my people go so that they will be saved? Oh no, the Bible says that let my people go so that they will be saved. He said, let my people go so that what will happen? That they may what? Serve me. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 1 verse the number 13. Colossians 1 13 and 14. Colossians 1 13 and 14. And I read. He has delivered us from the power of what? Darkness. And conveyed us into the kingdom of his dear son. Or the kingdom of the son of his love. In the new King James, he said that who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has transported us. He has translated us. He has, he has taken us, moved us, conveyed us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. So what the Bible is trying to let us to understand that when you become a Christian or when you become born again, you are born or delivered to serve. Are you with me? So obey your Christonia, obey your Gidinia, and Radia Jose Obey your Jimabidi. He has saved you to serve. He has saved you to serve. No Christian is saved to be saved. We are saved to serve. We are not saved to be saved. So whenever you come to church, don't think about what to get. Think about what you can give. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you following me? Yes. Or you've gone home? Are we here? Yes. All right. So we are saved to set. We are saved to set. We are not saved to be set. Every born again Christian who doubles to be a member of a church must seek for the growth and the expansion of the church. Are you with me? When you become born again, and by the grace of God, you become part of a church, your ulterior motive, the clarion call by which you are in the church, is to look for the expansion of the church, is to look for the growth of the church, is to make sure that the church is not the same way you came to meet. Because when you get born again, God gives you gifts and he gives you fruit. And the fruit and the gifts he gives to you helps you to build yourself. So that wherever you get to, wherever you will be, you will help that place to also be what? 
to be built. I pray that may your life for the service, may your life in the service of God begin to change from today. Amen. I said, may it begin to change from today. Amen. So the clarion call behind our salvation as Christians is to serve. We are not saved to go and work at Makola or Kegetia. We are not saved to be an accountant. You are not saved to be a teacher or a lawyer or all of them are good. But that is not the reason you are saved. Because there are people that are lawyers and they are not saved. There are accountants that are not saved. There are even preachers that are not saved. So actually, we are not even, we are not even saved to just preach. We are saved to serve. You may be preaching and not be serving. You may be preaching and the, 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 the reason behind your preaching is for what you get. But the reason of our salvation is for us to go back to service. I pray that from today, may the Holy Spirit inject in your spirit the spirit of service. I say the spirit of service. Every one of us here must find a place in the church and serve. Every one of us here. Don't just come to church and warm the pew. No, be a Christian who will locate something in church and say that this is what I want to do for God. The blessing of God does not come by you praying alone. As, as a matter of fact, the foundation of God's blessing, the foundation of God's promotion is not about what you pray for. It is about what you do in his house. Find something in church and do. In our month of service, just pray to God and ask God that Father show me a place in your house where I can work and work well. Where I can work and fit in that place and work well. Because your blessings doesn't come by your work. Hello? Your blessing doesn't come by your work. If your blessing comes from your work, because of your breath and into a say, yet you have nothing to show. The, 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 the blessing does not come by your sweat. The blessing comes by the work you find in church and you do. The work you find your position in the kingdom and serve the kingdom. All of us are saved for the kingdom. When you look at the, the, the scripture we read in Exodus, the children of Israel are in Egypt. For so many years, and in the Bible, whenever you hear the word Egypt, it talks about the domain of darkness or the, 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 the place where Satan rules. So Satan was known to be the Pharaoh, and Egypt was known to be the, 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 the jurisdiction of Satan. So children of God, which, are, which were the children of Israel, were into captivity in Egypt. And I told you Egypt is like prison. Egypt is like slavery. So when they were in Egypt, God wanted to deliver them from their slavery. God wanted to deliver them from their prison. Just as some of us, we are in a certain situation and we are trusting God to deliver us. You have married for so many years. You don't have a child. You are trusting God to give you a child. You are you you are you have completed school for so many years. You don't have a job to do. You are trusting God to give you a job. You are a grown woman, man. You are trusting God to marry and no man no woman is coming and you are still praying. That circumstances, that situation it's a problem. It's, 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 it's a prison. It's a, it's a slavery. It's like Egypt. So God said to them, he said, Moses, I have heard the cry of my people and I am sending you as a deliverer. And when you go, tell Pharaoh that he should let my people go so that they will save me. So God was saying that you are living one servitude to another servitude. You, so, so we are we are not born again to fool around. We are not born again to mess around. We are, when the Bible says that he that the man set free is free indeed, it doesn't mean that you are being set free to mess around. You are being set free to do what the one who set you free wants you to do. Are, are you with me? So we are born again, we are saved, so that the one who saved us will dictate our pace. That is why Paul said one time, he said, the life 
I live is not my own life. It is the life of the one who got me born again. It is the life of the one who delivered me. So God told them that take them from Egypt and let them go to the wilderness and serve me. Paul said in Colossians 1, he said we have been delivered from the kingdom of darkness, Egypt, into the kingdom of his dear son, the promised land. When you are in, in Christ, you have promise. When they got to the promised land, it was like they are in Christ. So the promised land is like Christ. So when you are in Christ, there are so many promises for you that you must take them one by one. When they got to the promised land, they started receiving blessings from God. I pray for you this morning that as you as you prepare your mind to serve in God's kingdom, as you prepare your mind to serve in church, may every promise of God for your life become to pass. I said, may every promise of God for your life come to pass. I said, may every promise of God for your life come to pass. So we are not saved to sleep. We are not saved to marry. We are not saved to travel. We are saved to serve. Say, I am safe to save. Say, I am safe to save. So we are saved so that we will be a, 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 a path or we will be a platform where people will stand and also help save others. We are saved so that through us, God will save others. Paul put it this way. He said, you are the ambassadors of Christ. He said, God reconciled us through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So when you become a Christian, you have only one ministry. And the ministry is called the ministry of reconciliation. What are you to do in the ministry of reconciliation? You are to go out there and look for people that doesn't have any relationship with God. I remember last Friday, Dr. Tabel said, people know God as the creator. But in 2024, we want people to know God as a relational man. God is not only a creator as we know. He did not only create heaven and the earth alone. He created a garden and wanted to live with man in the garden. So the Bible says that every morning and every afternoon, God visits his children in the garden and have fellowship with them. God is a God who always wants to have fellowship. But the reason we don't want to have fellowship is because of our sin. It's because of our impoverishment. It is because of our transgression. But I pray in the name of Jesus uh, that as we prepare to enter into our year of God, uh, may by the presence of God disrupt uh, every life of sin in our life, uh, any character of sin. Uh, by the grace of God, I pray in the name of Jesus, uh, may that life of sin be dealt with. Uh, may that life of sin be dealt with. Uh, if you believe it, shout, I believe it. So he has transported us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Why are you now in the kingdom of his son, but you are behaving like you are in the kingdom of darkness? A Christian who masturbates is like you are, in, you are in the light, but you don't know you are in the light. You are behaving like you are in darkness. A Christian who can beat his wife, or a wife who can beat his, uh, her husband, as a Christian, you are in the kingdom of darkness. Because that is how they behave. There is a character we put on. The Bible says that anyone who has put on Christ must walk in Christ. When you become born again, you are not just a Christian. You have put on Christ. So spiritually, when people see you in the spirit, they don't see you as now or me. They see you as Christ. The only thing that will let people know that this is not Christ is the words that comes out of your mouth. So when you open your mouth, it will tell people that no, we are, we, what we saw is not what this person is really is. Because anyone who is a believer has put on Christ. Yet yes, So when we are walking, we are walking like Christ. Do you know there are there? Do you know the president can give you? An entry, an entry document that whenever you get to Jubilee House, nobody will ask you 
where are you going? Because the president can give you something. And when you get to that place and you show it, nobody can tell you they won't allow you to enter. I remember in the Bible, one day David wanted to go and visit his friend Jonathan. And the soldiers that were securities there, they said they will not allow David. They mistreated David. And somebody went to tell Jonathan that David is coming. And these people doesn't want David to come and see you. Jonathan came out and took David in. And when David was coming out, Jonathan gave David his five-star garment. So when David was coming out, because of the new identity Jonathan has given him, the people that obstructed him from entering, they started saluting him. What has changed? Their position and the garments, the identity, he is now having us change. So when you become a Christian, you don't have the identity of sin. When you become a Christian, you don't have the identity of poverty. When you become a Christian, you don't have an identity of I can't do anything for God. You are now having an identity of righteousness. You have an identity of sanctification. You have an identity of redemption. You have an identity of working for God. So there is no Christian in the church who can tell God one day that I didn't have any gift to serve you because the Bible says that he who ascended unto heaven he is the same one who descended to hell and he gave gifts unto men, some to be pastors, some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be teachers and some to be evangelists for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry and for the edification of the church. This is what God called us to do. So he has saved you to save. He has saved you to save. He has saved you to save. And I pray over your head that may you begin to have a desire to save. May you begin to have a desire to save. May you begin to have a desire to save. If you believe it, shout, I believe it. I believe it. We are saved to save. And Masorin Kasemi, you meet me, Yashi, with Yamifi. We are Bunyaye. So, when you get Yamia Yamawa, and Kawunti, you are on Kasemi, you are with me. You can do something. Baby, you can do something. You can teach in Sunday school. You can usher in church. You can sing in church. You can learn how to play an instrument. You can be a prayer warrior. You can be an evangelist going out, talking to people about Christ. You must do something in church. And yes, sir, a time is coming. You stand before God. And he will ask you, Mabel, when you spent 60 years on earth, what did you do for me? The God. I used to work at Jerusalem. And from there, I left Jerusalem and went to KNUST. And from there, I became this and I work at this company. And I work at the God will tell you, stands aside. I didn't know you. Because working for God is not working for your company. Hello? Nana Oye Ankra is working for Asasi FM. That is not the work of God. Are you with me? It doesn't matter how you think. Asase is not God's work. The work that he is doing is what keeps her going. But when she comes to church and look for something that what she is doing at Asase can be fit in church, and he can he start doing that in church, it means that he has found the profession he has outside there, and he's making it relevant in the church of God. So as I'm standing here, I, I am a teacher. And I don't struggle to talk. And for that matter, a time came, I realized that the tongue that God gave me is not for me to teach only creative arts. He gave me that tongue to talk to people about him. To talk to people about him. So I told myself, even if you give me a bank manager at Ghana Commercial Bank, or you give me a bank manager at Bank of Ghana, I will make a mistake. Because that is not what God has called me to do. Each and every one of us must know where God has called us to serve. Are you with me? The greatest place you can be on this planet is called Earth. It's not UK. It's not London. It's not US. It's not Paris. It's not... Uh, 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 it's not any of the sophisticated places you can think of. In. It's not Safari. 
it is in the will of God. Say, in the will of God. The greatest place any human being can be is in the will of God. When you are in his will, everything aligns to your favor. Because he knows that when he gives to you, you are going to use it for what he wants you to want. To use it for. Find a place in church and serve. Don't come and come and clap and go back. No. Don't come and come and sing and go back. As you are singing, for example, you come to church one day and nobody comes. Who will you sing to? So in our singing, in our cleaning, in all the things we do, we must all, every Christian have one assignment. I am doing a book, and that book will be a discipleship course manual. I am doing that book, and one of the chapters of that book, I will talk about Christian service. Every Christian must learn how to serve. And you may be a singer in church, but that may not be what God has really called you to do. So though you may be singing, but you realize that you are not complete in your singing, it means that there is another area God wants you to do, because that is where you have been called. But you can only know what you have been called to do if you start serving. Amen. It's yeah, where everybody can do something in church. A time is coming in our church. We will have we will have choreography, right? We will have them. We will have rappers. We will have rappers. People that because there are people in our in our pews that know how to rap, and if they come to church and they are not rapping, they feel awkward. We can give them Christian lyrics for them to rap. There are times we can we will open our even own our own. Uh, radio station, TV station, schools, and we will have our own people that are teaching in our foundational school and in our ABC classes to teach in that school. Are you with me? Yes, we must, we must, you see, we must have that mindset that I will never come to church without doing anything for God. Let me give you one, one, one example. Jesus called three people, and those three people that the Bible says he called as a parable. It's not just three individual people. It's a parable. And a parable means so many things. But it is a lesson that we must learn something from. He said he called three people. Unto one he gave him five talents. Unto the other he gave two. And unto the other he gave one. Anyone seated here, some of you are having five talents. Some of you are having two talents. Some of you are having one talent. The Bible says that he went and came back and the one who you had five worked with the five had increase. The one who had two worked with the two had increase. The one who had one didn't do anything with it. Buried it. And when the man came, he wanted to say an answer story. Do you know the one that God hates in his house? People that are lazy. People that have gifts, but they are not using. God hates people that can't be productive. Ask yourself, since you started coming to church, Every Christian must be profitable. You must be profitable. Look for something in church and start doing. You can say to yourself, every week, I will call five people. That is the work I will do for God. And make sure those five people, I will check on them and make sure. It's a form of evangelism. We call it tele-evangelism. Tele-evangelism. You call people, check on them, wish them well, and pray for them. And ask them, I want to see you in church. You must find something doing. Some of you, you are very oratory. You can speak. You can't come here and give announcements. You are shy. If you are shy to give an announcement in church, if you are shy to do something for God in church, God will be shy to do something for you at your workplace. If you are shy to promote God's kingdom, God will be shy to promote your business. God will be shy to promote your children. God will be shy to promote your marriage. Maybe your marriage is on a downward trench because you are not promoting anything about the kingdom. 
I pray that from today, may God help you to promote his work. May you begin to serve as no one business. Some of us, eh, we come to church and we serve like, like nothing. You can only go up by your humble service you do in church. Me, any church I go, if there is something there for somebody to do, I will do it. I don't have any position. No. Don't look at your position. You don't have a position. Anytime you see a need in church, it's a privilege for you to be lifted. Anytime. When you see a need, you say, God, I am covenanting with you. This need, I am available to make sure this need will be solved. And I as as you do so. Hello? No. You can't be blessing people and you yourself will not be blessed. God told Abraham, he said, I will bless you and you will be a blessing. So the fact that you are being a blessing means you are blessed. I pray on your heads that by your service in this church, may God give you the grace to be blessed and bless people. May God give you the grace to be blessed and bless people. I said, may God give you the grace to be blessed and bless people. Amen. Trying to be promoted in church without service will lead you in a blatant shame. You want to be promoted. You are not serving. But you want to pray and have your way through. Believe you me. There are so many of you who are praying, yet you haven't seen anything. At times you add service to your prayer. Add service. I come here and I see the, 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 the young ladies working here. And I work with them like nobody's business. I work with them. Even the, even the washroom, I do some of them at times. I am nobody. I am trying to find my way to the top. So whatever path I must pass to go to the top, that is where I want to pass. Are you with me? So don't see yourself. Do you know the reason why God cannot bless you? You are too big for him to bless you. Because as, you, as I see you so, you see yourself as someone who cannot serve in church. Because maybe you have one degree. You have a job that they give you 1,005 Ghana city, 2,000 Ghana city. And for that matter, you feel too big to work in God's house. Believe you me, God can never be a blessing to you. Because God can never bless anyone who is too big. Do you know how the Bible puts it? He said, God resists the proud and give grace to the humble. I pray from today, may you receive a humble heart. May you receive a, a heart of humility. So that God can have mercy on you and bless you. Amen. 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 Now, what does it mean when we talk about sin? How many of you have visited a restaurant before? Not a buyao. Or oh, papaya, no, 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 even papaya is a bit uh, advanced. Abuya or or or, or Las Palmas, no, no, no. or Davis joint. That is not what I'm talking about. I am talking about a place like Jerusalem, men's big, moving pig. Are, are you with me? Go to it when you go to such places, eh, or, or season nine. I hope you know season nine. Oh, very soon I'll take some of you there. When you go to places like that, you are sitting down and there is somebody there to serve you. The person will stand there and let you make your order and make sure you have what you have you want before the person will leave you. They call they they, they are called waiters or waitresses. And these people they wait on their customers. Are you with me? So the Greek word, which is translated serve, is, is what we mean to wait on someone. So we come to church on weekdays and we wait for people to come. We have become waiters. We have become people that are ready for people to come for us to what? To serve them. And anytime you become a waiter in God's house, you become a point or a reference point where God blesses his people and use you to be a blessing to others. So to serve means to wait for somebody to come. 
Then when the person comes, you attend to the person. To serve means to be an attendant. To serve means to wait on people and work on them. To serve means to help people in their deficiency, in their weakness, and be a blessing to them. And in Christian life, when we talk about service, we are talking about using your gifts, using your talents, using your skill, using your, your financial resources, using everything that God has given to you, that you did not come to this earth with. But God added them to you, using that thing to serve God, to honor God. That is service. So if you are not a dumb and you can talk, Never tell yourself, I can't sing in church. If you are not crippled and you can walk, when you see people dancing, never say they are happy, they are intoxicated. That is why they are dancing. If you see people serving in the house of God, never tell yourself, A time is coming. Learn to say. Tell somebody, learn to say. Tell somebody learn to say. Tell somebody learn to say. So all of us here are called to say. And there are two ways we are called to say. Some of us are called to serve in the pew. Some of us are called to serve on the pulpit. So there are people that comes here early in the morning, Sunday morning. There are people that comes here and they come and clean up the place. They come and clean. I I, I, I overheard one of the women this morning saying that there are certain dusters. We don't use it to clean this pulpit. And I said, wow. So consciously, they are beginning to honor the presence of God. Believe you me, Obi Biara Oba Soria or Numunsio no Jabotu no Asori demo. Sani Panyamiti Nishina Wata. Because you don't Ubetiya Koko Kwaku Kwaku Friho now don't pabuako. Uduwa Ubu on Pabuawa Bonte and San Wuraho. Now um Pabuampu on Abonti but ya konum piote jano. O kai baby ya was u din se mfua. Ubeti may woman san wopi. But who better than you? You Can you go to Kwakufri as they are talking to you or to Nyama? Oh no, more Kasana was Menako Nuapi. Kasama on the country. I am Shishinti when we have a two phone of But we come to church. We don't respect. The reason God doesn't bless us is because we don't honor Him. And when we talk about honor, we are not talking about only giving money. We are talking about the respect you give to His presence. Because when you receive that call, you have dishonored God and you have honored the one calling you. And God told, God told Eli that I will break the priesthood from your house because you have dishonored me and honored your children. Your children misbehaved. You didn't tell them that they should stop misbehaving. And for that matter, you have dishonored me and you have honored your children. I pray that may you respect the presence of God. Don't come to church and inside the auditorium, you drink and you throw anything away. You chew biscuits, you throw anything away. And you are expecting someone else to come and clean up your mess. No. No. If you have the audacity to do that, have the same authority to clean up when you finish. Are you with me? We must learn to serve. Jesus said in Luke chapter 22, he said that in the, in the Jewish culture, the masters make themselves great among the people. But in our time, Luke chapter 22, I think 29 or 28. He said, in our time, the one who is supposed to be the greatest must be the least. And the one who is supposed to be the greatest must be the one who is seven. So in Christianity, the people that serve are the people that become great. The people that serve. I pray that may you learn to serve. May you learn to serve. If you are here and you have the gift, you can pray. Join the prayer warriors. If you can clean up, 
Join the people that do the cleaning. If you can sing, even if you have a voice, you think you can't sing, but you have the desire. Join them. They will train you. They will train you. Join them. Amen. 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 Are you with me? If you don't do anything for God, God will not do anything for you. How many of you can go to Zenith Bank and go with a check that you are going to cash money whilst you don't have any bank account there? Hello? Can you do that? Because you don't do withdrawal from an account you don't have money there. How many of you have an account in heaven that you have money inside? Or you don't know we have account in heaven? Anytime you do something sacrificial in church, you have paid something in your account. When I told you I am going to sow seed in certain altars, do you know what I'm doing? I am setting myself up for God to increase my account. There is a certain level of money I can receive, you can't receive. Because in your account in heaven, you don't have any money like that inside. Are you with me? Are you with me? Yes. For, for, for so many years now, every year, Greater West, man must see the credit $100. Every year. And I told you last this year, me Emma, just after that, somebody gave me. Last year, me bobosia, just after that, somebody gave me. Me need to me bobosia. I will not me bobosia near Obiye. Me bobosia, I sow seed. And God will give it to me back. A thousand folds. A billion folds. So you can only receive when you have given. When you have given. Are you with me? So in your giving, in your titan, in your first fruit, in every giving, offerings, Tax giving seed. Every seed you give, you are putting money in your accounts in heaven. So when God is touching somebody's heart, the person will, 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 will give you the money according to the accounts you have in heaven. <laughs> it's a mystery. Some of you, you may never receive thousand Ghana cities from somebody else as a gift because you have no account in heaven that can correspond that withdrawal. And I want to make an answer. I told you last Friday, I wanted to do, I wanted to give an offering, five cities. Remember my accounts, remember four cities. See, Pastor Power, four cities. Then I said the four cities, I will still give two cities out of the four. Then God earned At times it is not about the amount you give. At times it is about the obedience. When God says give, don't look at the amount. Just give what you have. Are you with me? Because what you have plus the blessing of God will amount to something. But nothing plus the blessing of God will amount to what? Nothing. Is it plus or times? Times. Times the blessing of God will amount to nothing. Zero times one, one amount to what? Zero times one, now it will, it will be what? Seven. Zero. So you must get something. God told the children of Israel that I have called you to go to the wilderness to serve me, but don't go empty handed. I will touch the heart of the Egyptians. They will bless you. When you go there, you are going to use that same blessing to be a sacrifice for me. And I saw it there, we see the Israelites on and Shira and Yamede don't want no, and we have been on the air day. And this year, so it is only you that when God bless you, you think it's for you, you yourself, and you. It's only you. But I told you some time ago, since I gave birth to my small boys at the tender age of their life, I started giving tithes. Every tithe Sunday, I give the tithe to them and I make them do declaration. They have had a covenant with God. So there is a level that God can take them. God may not take your child there because you are not doing what I'm doing. Are you with me? Anytime you hear, you see people receiving certain kind of blessing. 
So there are so many things. You can be a singer, you can pray, you, whatever. Even if you want to start your own ministry, we will give you the chance to start. If only it, it, it will not lead to something else. But whatever you want to do in church and it will glorify God, we will give you the chance. Amen. 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 I pray that may we find joy. May we find joy as we work for God. I said, may we find joy as we work for God. May we find joy as we work for God. In conclusion, let me give you seven things we must observe as we serve God. As we serve in church, seven things we must observe. One, do not get angry at instructions. Write it down. It will help you one day. Do not get what? Angry at instructions. You may be an usher. When you come to church and pastor says, please, today you are not usher. So you see, and now you are not coming to usher. You are coming to do show, show off. You can, you, can, you can rehearse as a chorister. Then one Sunday you come. You want to come and blow. You are pregnant. You want to come and deliver. Then pastor said, please, you are not singing this song. Sing a different song. That will diss off what they will tell you. You know the number of days I have rehearsed. You know the number of the, the banana I have ate because of this high pitch. You are insulted. You know what you have done? You have cut yourself out of the blessing that follows that service. Amen. Amen. We must learn to obey what? Instruction. The Bible put it this way. It said, obedient is better than what? Sacrifice. It's better than sacrifice. So, I have 10,000 dollars in this 10,000 Because if God calls me to descend and reject, I will descend and reject. But if God doesn't do that, you will put it down, we will use it for God's work, but you, you are not going to get any blessing. And I don't want any child of mine. I don't want any son or daughter of grace in this church to give a seed that they will not benefit from it. No. There are times I God lays a burden on my heart for certain people. I call them and I pray for them. At times I call them, I give them direction. Give this seed. Do this. Do that. If you can do it and you do it wholeheartedly and not see it as a burden, you will see a result. You see a result. There are people that have received so many testimonies. I remember some time ago, Reverend Elvis had finished building his house. And I wanted to, I was in a service, and the Holy Spirit said, buy air conditions for the room, for the for the houses. I said, ah, Holy Spirit, buy air condition. <laughs> I don't have money to buy air condition. He said, buy air condition. Then that same spirit gave me wisdom that you have children or sons that can buy the air condition. So even if you can buy all. You can partner with them and buy with them. So I, I sent three of my sons test message. Two responded instantly. And I told them, the next, it was Friday or something. I told them, the next Monday, we are taking the air condition. They said, yes, sir. The next Monday, we took the air condition there. And the man of God prayed for them. And they are, they are being blessed. Hello. Hey, school fees are only two. Any, any, anything. You must, you must have priorities. You must have priorities. Amen. So we must learn to obey instructions. Say, I will not be angry at instructions. I will not be angry at 
When you go to any department in this church and the leader of that department tells you, do this, do that, it is not the leader telling you, it is pastor telling you. Because pastor and this leader neither. If you disobey that leader, you have disobeyed the pastor. If you are coming to church and you see an usher standing here and the usher says, please sit here. And you say, ah, and then okay, I am better. If you disobey the usher, you have disobeyed pastor. Because it is not the usher who is standing there by their own authority. I put them there. So if you disobey them, I won't come and say anything because disobeying them means you can disobey me. So I'll leave you for your own parent. Are you with me? So let's learn to obey instructions and not get angry. You didn't say amen. Amen. All right. Two, do not enthrone yourself in an area as a movable rock. Do not enthrone yourself in an area as an unmovable what? Rock. Or join a choir. Now, young person, this one may join it, be fresh. The person is good. So they give the person opportunity to express his gifts. And I act now, sorry, near five, Brian, I told you, and now we buy, and now we buy a mamma position. On one, I tell you, that you are in the lead, and I may match them, match them. Or the sound and the panegize are a cool. Do you know what you are doing? You have become an unmovable what? rock. But in Timayo, they will be on Kawasan. But in Framadiba, are you with me? Everywhere you serve, be flexible for alignment and adjustment. Amen. Be flexible. Do you know by even being flexible, eh, you are being versatile. And anyone who is, I like working with people that are versatile. People that can work with different things. If I am to employ somebody in church, I will not employ the person who only know how to sing. I will employ somebody who can sing and can also play any keyboard, any instrument. Because by so doing, the person can sing when we are doing service. When we are not doing service, the person can teach somebody who wants to learn an instrument. And at the same time, the person can also be used for a church office. By you, the only thing you know to do is one thing. So you are not versatile. And when you do something and we talk on movable rock, you get angry. No, don't see any position in church that you are in as a permanent. Be flexible whenever you are changed. Amen. Amen. Be flexible. Be flexible. Be flexible. And now when you started your journalism work, were you on TV? You were on radio? When you, when you went to uh, uh, city and you started TV, now everywhere, very soon you will see her CNN, IL Jazeera, wherever. We will see, she's an international journalist. We will see her everywhere. Amen. Amen. And some of you, as I'm saying, it's not me alone. There are people in this church. If you don't mingle now, a time is coming, you can't get close. Amen. 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 You may be one. You may be one. So don't be an unmovable rock. Oba, sorry, I was straight. Oshep, oshep, poor petina, kusisi ebepon. Yes, yes, you be serious, you be a limkura. You can't turn your head because you are, you are like a movable rock. Serekwa on seret, serekwa si. We don't know whether your your lap is E flat or C sharp. We don't know. Please. And yes, I do mean that if you be flexible, tell somebody be flexible. Be flexible. Be flexible. And learn to adapt. Amen. The third thing is that be obedient to leadership instructions and change per time without getting angry, critical, or popped up. Be obedient to leadership instruction. Yes, write that. Be obedient to leadership instruction. Be obedient. Don't be popped up. Don't be too critical. And a pastor, I can see any way. I didn't see this as any way. A leader, we can say, no, be flexible. Amen. Let me tell you something. Do you know God was the one who told Abraham to go and sacrifice his son Isaac? Was it God who said it? 
Who again told Abraham to change the sacrifice and take goat? Is it the same God? Yes. So when he told him to go, did he lie? Do you know what it means? A radibet nya kachrao yewasore. Huh? Se mami bi wa haware no. Eh? O de betu wa kumasu. And sana wunru fie no. Mami di beti ya ye bibi wa kwasu a oko fie. A radibet nya sa kawa kumase. Mami no kase ware no. Se sawage. It will only happen, or you can only change your mind based on your closeness and your intimacy with God. Are you with me? Because God can tell you something today, and tomorrow God can reframe what He told you to do something else. But if you are not close to Him, you will think that what He said for the first time is what you are to do to tell Him. Is it a good image? Till the end. Are you with me? Or infinity? Like mercy is infinity. Are you, are you with me? That is how it's supposed to be. It's what it means. They say, everybody can be there. What can Who take steps in? I know what's wrong. What's that? What's wrong? I'm everybody. Because one for a swan, in in your steps, obey me as a son of you. Because I'm not to catch Jacob, Abraham said, go and kill your son. And in the process of going, God said, don't kill your son again. There is a, 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 a lamb there. Then it means that when God talks to us, he always wants us to listen. I pray that may you not take first instruction as forever instruction. Amen. God told David that in your first battle, go straight and face them. I will, I will send angels to fight with you. For you. David did that and won the battle. The next day, the people came again. Said, Can you grab the near? And Gobeko said, The first one, of course. Because before they blew a moonshu, they used a blue moonshu to heal sickness. And they have used that a blue moonshu as what? A pattern for miracle. In the Okonao Tipaiwa, a blue moonshu. Okonao Pawa, a blue moonshu. Okonao Ebisu Tosobu. It has become a pattern. I know say a true, but a true can be found. <laughs> but let me tell you something. Any church you go and you have not been offended by the pastor before, it's not a good church. Leave the church. My man can't achieve it. Me say I saw the beer obeko. I saw for can I send beer. I howled and that's why Papa died. Because all of you here, every preaching I am preaching, at times it be war. So far, Obeko. It's me wall, but a wall at the end of the say, You know, I am telling you the truth, so you must allow yourself to be work with that truth. Are you with me? Move you over, I wouldn't be a moody, but me bobochi. No one say yes. That is that is why you know that I am telling you the truth. Are you with me? Are you with me? So let's learn to obey. Amen. 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 Last but two. Last but three, yield yourself to leadership correction. So four, yield yourself to leadership correction. Five, yield yourself to training. Learn to be trained and be retrained. Training and be retrained. Amen. Amen. So we very soon, we are going to start training for church workers. And yes, Sunday, your point, we are not far back now. Church worker, your point, no, no. No, if we want our church to grow, we must have more church workers. I went to Bishop Oedipo's place, and his church workers, eh, during Shiloh, is more than 5,000. The, the, the choristers alone, that will come and sing, they are almost 1,000. Choristers. is somebody's mega church. The church can grow. A time is coming, everybody here will become a church worker. Amen. 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 You want to be a church boss. But you can never be a boss if you are not a worker. I told you Dr. Sam Chant, who is now the principal of a theological seminary in the U.S. He went to that school as a janitor. of India and U.S. toilet. As we are talking now, he is the president of that university. 
and he's a very close friend to the Putabel. And he's a leadership consultant, the whole world. When you go online right now and you Google Dr. Sam Chand, C-H-A-N-D, a leadership consultant. If you are not a big brain, you can't work with the Putabel. No, if you are not a, if you are not smart as you can't work with him. Amen. But he started as what? As a cleaner. Some of you, when we ask you to clean, you think you are you are too big for cleaning. No, you are not too big. Amen. Amen. So yield yourself to training and retraining and teaching. And last but one, don't yield to I know it all character. I know it all. That's the idea you can mean that. I know, I know. Even if you know, the person may say something that you don't know. Pick it and add it to what you already know. Knowledgeable and wise people, they don't only show off. They are always quiet to receive. Let me tell you something secret about life. And Because you don't have anything to offer. Hello? If I meet Bishop Dad right now, I will only ask questions and allow him to talk. Because in talking, I will receive wisdom. When I talk, I will receive anything. That is why most of you, you don't receive answers to your prayers. Because you pray more than you read the Bible. When you pray, you are telling God your problem. But when you read the Bible, you are, you are seeking solution to your problem. The Bible gives solution. Your prayer sends your petition. If you are a Christian, if you ask me, how many minutes should you pray and how many minutes should you read the Bible? I will tell you, if you have one hour a day, use 40 minutes to read your Bible. Use 20 minutes to pray. And you will see a, you will see a serious miracle in your life. I like prayer. I like prayer. But I, I pray at times whilst reading. I'll be speaking in tongues and I'll be reading my Bible. I'll be speaking and I'll be reading. So please, don't yield to I know it all. You don't know anyone who thinks they know all. They don't know anything. Amen. Amen. Always be ready to learn. What even you know? If somebody, there are people, they go to church. Pastor, no car. John 3, 16, I say they in their own. For God's will and the world. But the revelation is coming to be. You may not know. Even if you know, it will add that repetition is a way of learning. Repetition is the greatest method of learning. Rejoice again, I say rejoice. Abraham, Abraham, so, so. When God is repeating something, he is sending a signal that what is repeating is important. Repetition is a sign of importance. I pray that may you not yield to I know it all. Amen. Amen. And lastly, after you have done all that God tells you to do, don't see yourself as a big man or a big woman. After God has used you to sing powerfully, to preach powerfully, to bring more souls to church, don't see yourself as a big man. Because God can never let it get to you if that thing can occupy your heart more than him. Your heart is not for anything than God. But if God realizes that if he gives you money, child, marriage, that thing can take your heart from him, he will never give it to you. Because God is a jealous God. He will not allow anything to compete with him what belongs to him. Even Satan, he will never allow it. Are you with me? Are you with me? So don't let your money get to your heart. If you want to travel, that is fine. Trust God. Don't see the traveling as you can never travel. Just relax. Trust God. Go to church. Be praying. Be sowing your seed. And believe God that you open the door. The door will be open. Amen. But don't be too agitated. Because you can't put God on the spot. No, He is God. He is sovereign. You can't put Him on the spot. Amen. Amen.
Can we rise on our feet? Let's rise. Lift up your right hand. Say, in the name of Jesus. Say, in the name of Jesus. Say, Heavenly Father. God richly bless you for listening to his message. Visit Pastor Eric Otibuatin podcast on all podcast platforms. Make sure you subscribe to his podcast to receive new messages every single time. And remember, God will never leave you nor forsake you because you are the apple of his eyes. For more information about God's servant, Eric Otibuatin, prayers and counseling, you can contact us on 0246-721-290. You can also email us on otibuatinministries at gmail.com. God will richly bless you.